670 KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Uh, Our favorite day of the week, not just because it is Friday, but uh, because we are smack dab in the middle of the uh, Hometown Breakfast Tour, Hometown Breakfast, brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing. He's Chris Walton. I'm Mike Casper. And today, you want to uh, put down whatever you're doing. If you have to be to work by 8, you want to come in early to get your breakfast um, or call in sick and say you'll be in at noon. Now, this isn't the place. Uh, don't confuse it with the place where you get ice cream for breakfast. That's, that's uh, uh, Biscuit and Haagen-Dazs. Yeah, okay, this, this is, is different. This hogs. is just bigot, Biscuit and Hogs. Biscuit and Hogs. That's where we're at today. Um, we're in, in Meridian, Overland and Millennium. Um, there's a Dutch Bros right across from us. If you've gone to the movie theater here, we're right next door to the movie theater. So if you've never been to Biscuit and Hogs, I would highly suggest you take some time out. And today is the perfect day to do that. Because our hometown breakfast today, not only are you going to get some uh, absolutely fantastic deals, but we have a chance for you today to um, pretty much take care of entertainment a lot for the uh, upcoming year. Because somebody today, and only people who come join us for breakfast, are going to have a chance to win concert tickets to see the Jackson Country Stomp, starring Russell Dickerson, Lauren Elena, L.V. Shane and Jackson Dean. That's going on June 24th, mm-hmm. Ford Idaho Center Outdoor Amphitheater. Is that all? That's that's not all. Oh, what what else could there be? We have New Kids on the Block concert tickets. So you get the Jackson Country Stomp. So they're, they're right there as four artists, artists. Then you get the New Kids on the Block. In addition to that, you also have the Backstreet Boys mm-hmm. concert coming up this year. New Kids on the Block really aren't kids anymore, and the no. Backstreet Boys really Are aren't not boys, boys anymore. Yeah. Um, and then finally, last and definitely not least, we have David Spade All right. tickets for you. He will be here in October at the Morrison Center. Um, once again, all, one person is going to win all those. And that one person is going to be somebody who joins us here today mm-hmm. at Biscuit and Hogs. Because, fills in or fills yep, out an injury blank. That, that's the only people who are, you're going to be in. So if here, here's the thing. Well, this isn't going to happen, but I'm going to give you an example. Okay. If you're the only person that shows up today for the hometown breakfast, uh-huh. you you know, we're, not even gonna, we're not even going to draw. You have a 100% chance of winning. Yeah. Um, so once again, um, if you want to get out here today for breakfast, that's one thing. But, my, man, this is a, a great prize pack that one person is going to get today. Um, you have up until 945 to enter. Now, they don't open until 7 o'clock this morning. So you, you've got plenty of time. Get in the shower, get dressed, get on down here. Um, don't wear any pants, right? Well, it is no pants day. There you go. But you can decide for yourself on that. Um, shorts. Shorts are not pants. I'm I'm not wearing pants today, but I'm not naked. I'm wearing pants, but you're wearing shorts, so I think (laughs) think you are actually celebrating. Um, Also uh, today, um, other things. It is Open Phones Friday, so we will talk about anything you want to talk about. If you want to talk more about um, what happened with the Supreme Court leak a little bit earlier and uh, abortion, we we can talk about that some more. we didn't think we were going to talk about it uh, as much as we did yesterday, but as we mentioned, our show is all about you. Yeah. I mean, we got into one phone call yesterday, and it set off. Um, I mean, passionate 
feelings on both sides of the fence right. on this thing. Um, so that, that kind of took over the last part of her show. Um, but if you don't want to talk about that, you have something else that you want to talk about, then that's what Open Phones Friday is all about, and it's brought to you by Fast Eddie's in Meridian on Eagle Road. Remember, you want to get yourself a uh, car wash and uh, fill up your tank with gas. Great. The, the place you should be doing that today is Fast Eddie's because you can get a full-service car wash, and when you get your car wash, you'll also get 30 cents a gallon off your fill-up. That easy. Clean car, fill up with gas, and pay 30 cents less than anywhere else you're going to be able to get gas today. So um, open phones Friday. Our number is 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Um, you can also email us, chris at kboi.com, mike at kboi.com. Um, send us an instant message through our fan page on Facebook, and we uh, also we will take your texts, same as our main number. Today is also Sweet Deal Day. Mm-hmm. Two for the price of one. Well, it's not two for the price of one, but you have two chances at two different sweet deals. It's a double shot. Um, we have $50 gift certificate, Costa Vida. Nice. 25 bucks is all that's going to cost you. Mm-hmm. And it's any Costa Vida in the Treasure Valley, so you can use your gift certificates across the Treasure Valley. Same for Blaze Pizza. Now, here's the deal. Both of these always sell out very quickly. So if you're not there by 9 o'clock, you're probably not going to get in on both of them. Um, and if you're not there by 9 o'clock, you're, you run the risk of not even getting one of them. But you can get one or both at 9 o'clock this morning. Go to KBOI.com, click on the Sweet Deals yeah. link, and you can get that. And don't forget, the, the last time I checked yesterday, there were I think there were 10 Granny C's. From what I understand, if, if you really want to get one, you have to uh, you know open up the... Uh, the website before nine o'clock, and then right at nine, you yep. start pushing bu- pushing buttons wildly and occasionally swearing. <laughs> from what I understand, is, is how people do. Yeah, you want to be you want to be able to hit refresh. And if you have never signed up for a sweet deal and you want to take advantage of one of these, uh, maybe a couple minutes early so that yeah. you can uh, take advantage. But like I said, you don't have to wait until nine if you want a sweet deal. There are uh, ten or less of the Granny C's. So if you're looking for some great uh, pastry items, maybe you're wanting breakfast there at Granny C's. That's where we were a couple of weeks ago for the hometown breakfast. Um, you can get that. If you want to get wedding cake, birthday cakes, they can do all that for you uh, at Granny C's. And that's on sale right now. You don't have to wait till 9 cool. o'clock for that one. Uh, also, um, I, I would urge you not, I repeat, do not look at your 401K, your IRA, your stock market report. Um, stock market down over 1,000 points yesterday. At one point, it was down 1,300 points. The NASDAQ fell 5% yesterday. Yeah. One day. That's 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 some carnage right there. So uh, Standard & Poor was also down. So do yourself a favor. Don't don't look at the stock market uh, <laughs> this morning as you wake up. Don't don't see how much money you don't have. Unless, unless of course, your job is to look at the stock market. Yeah. And um, good luck to you is what we're saying there. And the, here's the thing. I mean, you're only going to lose money. It's just money on, you know, a paper loss as of right now. The only way to lose money is if you lock in those losses and sell. Okay. Eventually, it'll come back. Right. Hopefully. Supposedly. Fing- fingers crossed. It always has in the history of America. The stock market has always come back. Uh, I don't know how long it will be. Not, but not all stocks have, but the yeah, stock market always has. People um, uh, afraid of the uh, R word. Can we say it now? Recession? No, I, yeah, yeah. People are afraid that that's kind of what's going to happen, especially with the uh, 50 basis points increase um, in the Fed rates earlier this week, and uh, the promise, it sounds like, of at least three more coming up before the end of the year. So we'll talk I'm, more about that. I'm too. sure that anybody who understands that knows exactly what's going on. 
3700 pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Once again, if you want to get through, um, time right now for our first check on what's going on with sports this morning. It's brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli um, in Meridian. That's right across the street from us this morning. Literally right across the street if you want to uh, get into Fat Guys just, just down real close. Uh, they open up at 1030, so you can have breakfast here. Get done at 10 and then go to Fat Guys and grab yourself some lunch. That is a terrific idea. Yeah. Um, don't forget, every Friday it is Clown Chowder Day. And don't forget, that's not the only location. Um, now, Fat Guys Fresh Deli is open up in the former Quizno spot at 2250 East Gowan Road. Get in for lunch today at Fat Guys Fresh Deli. Good morning. I'm Rick Worthington. Seattle Seahawks fans have been wondering what's going to happen with our team this year. Were they actually go out and get a new quarterback after trading Russell Wilson to the Denver Broncos earlier this year. Well, their head coach, Pete Carroll, was asked a little bit about that yesterday, and he said he does not at all envision the team trading for a quarterback. Carroll's comments came during an interview with Sports Radio 93.3, KJR-FM in Seattle. He wasn't asked specifically about Baker Mayfield, but... That's what everybody is thinking about right now. Baker Mayfield might be one of the 32 best quarterbacks in the league, but he's certainly not in the top 20. Mayfield's expected departure as well from the Cleveland Browns and the Seahawks' current options at quarterback following the Russell Wilson trade include Geno Smith and Drew Locke and have led to speculation that Baker Mayfield could land in Seattle. And during an interview during... Uh, a podcast last month, Baker Mayfield guessed that Seattle would probably be his likely landing spot. But Mayfield is set to make a guaranteed $19 million this season, and there's a lot of teams, including the Seahawks, that don't want to pick that guy up in order to have to pay that much money. But Pete Carroll says they're going to stick with whoever they've got at quarterback right now within the organization, but we still don't know who that guy is going to be at number one. I'm Rick Worthington. And Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. In photos of the knife released by the LAPD, it looks identical to a handgun. When a button is pressed, a large knife pops up and sticks out of the barrel of the replica pistol like a bayonet. Police say 23-year-old Isaiah Lee rushed the stage and attacked Dave Chappelle with that knife before he ran off. Chappelle was uninjured. Lee was roughed up by security and others. He's being held now on $30,000 bail for assault with a deadly weapon. That's a weird story, isn't it? No uh, truth to the rumor. Will Smith was in the uh, crowd, by the way. Um, here's the here's the weird part. This story gets even more weird to me, and, and and maybe it's just me, but the DA announced yesterday that they will not uh, be charging this person with a felony. Okay, will they be charging him with a misdemeanor? Yeah. So I, what, I disturbing think, the peace, or I, I don't know. It just it seems to me. Like something like this, maybe I would be okay with it being a misdemeanor, you know, if it was just an attack, the guy didn't have a weapon with him, yeah. but he had but a, this is, a prop this is gun. This is misdemeanor attack with a bayonet. It was a prop gun, a pistol. Yeah. So it was a pistol, and at, at the time when they got it, it looked like people thought that it was a real gun. It turned out that it was not a real gun. However, the knife was real, so the gun turned into a knife. It had a bayonet like So the fake gun turned into a real knife. Yeah, so it had a bayonet at the point of it. You just flipped it out, and then, I mean, if you hold it like a gun, 
you could stab somebody. So how did uh, Chappelle not get injured in this whole thing? I don't think that uh, he took it out and had it open, or or they stopped. The security was able to stop him before he got to the point of getting his knife out to try and stab him. But uh, I don't know. I, my guess would be that if you ask, ask Dave Chappelle, Chappelle would be going, um, "Dudes, really? Just a misdemeanor? He's not going to. You could uh, end up not doing any time whatsoever." For but this. as far as the attacker, uh, we don't still don't know what he was thinking. Right. No. Okay. Uh, we don't know if he didn't like a joke Dave Chappelle told. We don't know if he doesn't like Dave Chappelle. There have been a lot of people who haven't liked a few jokes Dave Chappelle has told over the years. There's uh, been quite a few people, that, that, but the man probably he is the most popular comedian there is right now. Wouldn't you is that say? Right? I don't know. I would say he's probably the most popular comedian there is right now. I can't, I can't think of anybody. I mean, when you go back through history, you can pick points in times, yeah. you know, where, where Eddie Murphy was the most popular, yeah. Richard Pryor at one time, the most popular. Steve Martin, George Steve Carlin. Martin, yeah, at, at, at a lot of different times. I mean, mm-hmm. and, I, and a lot of that goes into how much money they were able to make and how quickly they were able to sell out their stand-up shows. Um, Netflix right now, oh, um, uh, his, his show is wildly popular what's his name? on Netflix. Oh, can't think of the short guy. Uh, he's in... He's in like nine movies a year. Um, Adam shoot. Sandler? No, no, no. Oh. Kevin. Uh, oh, uh, Kevin yeah. Hart. Yeah, Kevin Hart. Yeah. Uh, another example. Um, you know, comedy, there, there are jokes that just not everybody is going to be happy with. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I don't know if this guy was, you know, mental issues or if he didn't like any of that. He, nobody, nobody, my, my guess is. He hasn't he, publicly said what, what, what upset him. My guess is mental issues may have been a little bit of a part of it. Prob- probably. Otherwise, he probably wouldn't have, you know, run up on stage with Dave Chappelle. Yeah. I, I don't know what, you, what everybody else thinks, um, you know. I don't know. It, it, you get attacked on stage. I mean, I have a couple of different questions. Number one, you and I have both been to concerts. <laughs> and yes, we have. Security, you would expect security you in Los have, Angeles. You and I have both been on stage with the band, too. Yeah. You would expect security in Los Angeles would be pretty... I think this was at the Hollywood Bowl, Mm -hmm. um, would be pretty strict. How did this guy, first of all, get in with a a weapon, and second of all, get close enough to the stage that he could jump up onto the stage and get to Dave Chappelle to tackle him? So I have all those questions. Now, granted, you you know that I have been involved in a similar situation to this. I am quite aware of that. Um, You you got sued, and it wasn't your fault, but no, you got sued anyway. I got sued because I didn't personally protect. Oh, God, I forgot his name now. Michael Damien. Michael Damien was here. We put on a concert when I worked uh, at 93.1, when it was Magic 93.1 years mm-hmm. ago. We brought him in for a concert up at Lucky Peak. Mm-hmm. And the stage was just a flat area and, uh, and a crazy with, person. With people basically just standing around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A crazy person thought that Michael Damien was looking at his girlfriend and hitting on his girlfriend by looking at her. And he may have had a drink or two, and he rushed him onto the stage and tackled him on the stage. Yeah, he may have had a drink or two. So he sued the radio station. Michael Damien did. He sued the radio station. He sued me personally because I didn't. I failed to personally protect him. Yeah. Now, if Michael Damien had known me in any way, shape, or form, he knew I wasn't going to be jumping out to personally <laughs> protect him right. against somebody trying to attack him. I but, mean, this isn't an insult to either one of us, but you're like me during an attack. Wow, look at that. Exactly. <laughs> somebody, somebody should do something. Uh, and that's kind of, I, I mean, it was just, to me, it was incredible. It's like, oh, my God, this is actually going on. Mm-hmm. And we had security, but the security wasn't good enough to, 
you know, I'll admit it wasn't good enough to stop him, and, and we probably should have had a little more on the stage, but I thought everybody loved whenever, Michael Damien. Whenever there's a security breach like that, I, I think it would be easy to be the spokesperson for a security company. All you have to say is, well, uh, when it comes right down to it, nobody ever tried that before, so we weren't expecting it. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. It is Open Phones Friday. We're live at Biscuit and Hogs, hometown breakfast, brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing. They open up here in just a little over half an hour. Hope to see you here. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. 6.35, once again, Hometown Breakfast. We are at Biscuit and Hogs. Hometown Breakfast brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing. Doors open at 7 o'clock. Uh, get some great breakfast items. And, of course, we have a whole bunch of uh, tickets, concert tickets, that you can get this morning. Jackson Country Stomp, New Kids on the Block, Backstreet Boys, and David Spade. All somebody's going to win those. You have to be here mm-hmm. to get signed up. And That's we'll, what uh, we call a ticket package. We'll do the drawing just before 10 o'clock. So get in and get signed up. Get some breakfast this morning. Uh, I love to say hi to you this morning. Hometown Breakfast brought to you by our good friends at Cloverdale Plumbing. Thank you to Kenny and the guys for making these possible. KBOI News Time is 6.36. Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. I'm from California. David Spade, very funny guy. He will be here in October. That's one, just one of the pair of tickets you can get today if you uh, stop by for our hometown breakfast at Biscuits and Hogs in Meridian. Biscuit and Hogs opens up here uh, just about, uh, what do we got, 18 minutes away from right now. They'll be Mm -hmm. opening up for breakfast. Um, In addition to the David Spade tickets, you'll also have Backstreet Boys, New Kids on the Block, and Jackson Country Stomp, uh, starring Russell Dickerson, Lauren Elena, L.V. Shane, and Jackson Dean. Now, you don't get your choice of those. You don't just get one of those. You, if you win today our grand prize drawing, get everything. Yeah, that's true. And then you can pick and choose who your best buddies, your best true. friends, who you want to I mean, take you, with yeah, you. And you can, you can give the tickets away as a gift. Like, for instance, if, if you know somebody who either now or in the past was really into New Kids on the Block mm-hmm. and, uh, and the Backstreet Boys... Maybe it's not you, but it it could be somebody, you know, that you know. There you go. Uh, So once again, if you want to get in here today, uh, get signed up. Don't forget, when you come in, you must get signed up uh, here. And then uh, just before 10 o'clock, we will announce that winner and get you those tickets once again for all four of those 
performances once again as part of our hometown breakfast today. Uh, our phone lines are open at 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Um, don't forget, this is a special reminder. Those of you who have forgotten once already, um, you probably know the best way to remember is forget Mother's Day just once. <laughs> Mother's Day so is this Sunday. Just like birthdays and anniversaries. Mm-hmm. This one's, you know, uh, for your wife. And I, I it, we had a conversation with a couple of buddies the other night. And I don't know how they get away with this because I tried it and I can't get away with it. And it's like, look, I'm married to my wife. She is not my mother. I don't have to take care of my wife on Mother's Day. And who said this? Was it you? No. Oh, God, no. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know how he's still married. But that's, that's what he said. And he told his wife, you're not my mom. I'll take care of my mom. We, we have kids that, you know, can make decoupage hey, items for you. Like those guys that say, I know what I'm doing. This is my fourth wife. Don't, don't tell me <laughs> yeah. how to be married. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. I've been married to all sorts of different people. Uh, tomorrow, Kentucky Derby. Oh, yeah. Remember when this used to be a big thing in Boise? Well, it's because uh, everybody went over to Les Bois Park. Mm-hmm. And if you do that now, you'd pretty much just be standing there by yourself place would have 10,000 people there on, uh-huh. uh, on, on Derby, Derby Day. Day. Yeah, um, and that was when they opened the season. What a great party. What a great time. You got to bet on the Kentucky Derby. Uh, now you just get to watch it on TV, but that's yeah. happening tomorrow. Um, and then uh, today is also National Nurses Day. Um, and just want to bring that up because for nurses in the medical profession uh, in particular, they've had a couple of rough years due, due to covid um, and I just want to. Uh, a lot of people uh, who had nursing as a career resigned in the past two yeah. years. I just want to say um, thank you for all you do. Um, you, you're, you're unheralded a lot of times, but uh, you know you, you're an important part of our community. Um, so on, on International Nurses Day, thank you for everything you do. Much appreciated. Mm-hmm. KBOI News Time 6:45. Time for another check on what's going on uh, with sports again this morning. Brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli in Meridian and just off Gowan. Two locations now. Yes, East Boise. You don't have to go to Meridian. If you live in East Boise, you can head there for lunch today. Both open up at 1030 today. And don't forget, clam chow today every Friday at Fat Guy's Fresh Deli. Good morning. The Seattle Mariners are trying to battle their way back to the top of the American League West. And it hasn't been easy, especially when the Angels keep winning games. Here's the next delivery, and Walsh with the ball lifted in the air down the right side. That is tight to the pesky pole, and that one is out of here. Walsh has done it again. Two-run homer. Angels have a 2-0 lead in the seventh. And get that cowboy hat out. That was the call on KLAA as Jared Walsh's two-run homer gave the Angels a 2-0 lead over the Red Sox early. The Halos won that game by a score of 8 nothing, getting seven shutout innings, as well as 11 strikeouts, and a couple of hits and an RBI from Shohei Otani, who again is showing why he was the best player in all of baseball last year. But the bad news is the Mariners did not come up with a victory yesterday, a 4-3 loss to the Tampa Bay Rays, and there's some problems that come with that loss in the standings. The Mariners with the loss dropped Four and a half games now behind the lead in the American League West. Uh, didn't help that the Astros also won yesterday. They were a winner 3-2 to two over Detroit. They remain a game and a half off the lead in the American League West. Other games played yesterday. Milwaukee was a 10-5 winner over Cincinnati. Colorado, 9-7 over Washington. Cleveland defeated Toronto 6-5. The Mets, an 8-7 winner over the Phillies. Baltimore, 
And it didn't look too bad at some times. 5-3 winner over the Minnesota Twins. You had San Diego, a 2-1 winner over the Miami Marlins. And finally, St. Louis defeated the Giants last night by a score of 7-1. to I'm Rick Worthington. Live home, live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 6.59 underway, hometown breakfast once again. We are at Biscuit and Hogs in Meridian. Also coming up here today, uh, we've got uh, more food for you to win. $25 gift certificate to Pork Belly and CUNA. If you can answer our Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question, brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty. Looking to uh, sell your home? Getting a little more difficult with the raising uh, interest rates? Um, you can get help, 208-888-4128. They can help you get top dollar for your home. Give them a call today. Our question today, uh, the United States military buys the most explosives in the country. No surprise there. Explosives, okay. Yep. Uh, might be a surprise who buys the second most. That's our question. Who is it that buys the second most explosives in the United States? If you know the answer, stick around at 820. We'll give you a chance to answer when you win that $25 pork belly. Your Google Play, simply say, hey, Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. On Wednesday, a complaint was filed with three different state agencies asking for an investigation into whether Lieutenant Governor Janice McGeehan's limited office hours violate state law. The Idaho Capital Sun reports the written complaint was filed via email with the Idaho Attorney General's office, the Idaho Secretary of State's office, and Governor Brad Little's office. The complaint mentions a section of Idaho law that pertains to office hours for public officers in the state of Idaho. That law says... Every elected officer must keep their office open for transaction of business from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. each day, except Saturdays, Sundays, and holidays. A sign posted on the outside of the door of McGeehan's office, though, at the Idaho State Capitol on Wednesday, indicates her office hours are 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. and only on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Lieutenant Governor Janice McGeehan, uh, not having a very good week PR-wise. She is running, of course, in the uh, upcoming Republican primary on the uh, 17th. The uh, complaint, and I didn't realize this until I uh, read about the complaint, that according to Idaho Code, unless otherwise provided by law, every office must keep his office or her office open for transaction of business from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. each day, okay. except upon Saturdays, Sundays, holidays, and days upon which office closure is due to mandatory leave without pay. Not banker's hours, but not bad. No. Um, Idaho Capital Sun reporter apparently uh, this week had called McGeehan's office, knocked on the door outside her office um, shortly before 1.45 p.m. Wednesday, but did not receive response. A curtain was drawn over the glass in her office. The lights appeared to be off. Um, she has signs outside her office that say that the office is open, office hours 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., Tuesdays and Thursdays. So two days a week for four hours. Yeah. As opposed to eight to five, five days a week. Exactly. Okay. So um, there's some belief that the office isn't open 
even during those hours uh, because uh, they have attempted to get a hold of somebody in so the, the office during those times. So according to the there. rules, according to the rules, they're supposed to be open 45 hours a week and they're open eight. Yes. Okay. And, that, that's not quite and, as many, is and it? Maybe not even eight. So I don't, I don't know. Does this make a difference to you? You know, when it comes to uh, it hasn't yet. When it comes to the uh, primary. I don't know if it affects voters who support her that, oh, she's not open office hours. However, it, it is against state law. Is there anybody who's, like, teetering on the edge of whether they're going to vote for McGeehan or somebody else? Yeah, I, we'll put that out there. 208-888-4888. Uh, Try that again. 208-336-3700. Um, on Monday, McGeehan issued a statement saying her office budget is balanced. The media, this is her quote, the media continues to manufacture controversy where none exists. The lieutenant governor's balance is, or budget is balanced, unquote. However, Monday afternoon after she made that statement, Division of Financial Management estimated that McGeehan's office budget has an estimated deficit still of $2,067. So she called it fake news mm-hmm. that her budget is not balanced because, I mean, and, and there are people, and we've talked about this on, on the radio when it comes to balancing a budget, and, and McGeehan even said it. It's like nobody cares about my budget. Nobody cares if my balance, budget isn't balanced. They only care about their own budgets and how it affects them. Still a state law, though, right? Still a state law. Yeah. And here, here's the other thing. Um, if if you aren't able to balance your budget of um, under $200,000 a year, how are you going to balance a budget as governor uh, of millions and millions of dollars a year? So, I mean, it kind of does reflect on whether or not, you know, you, you can run the state yeah. because a lot of that has to do with balancing a budget and setting a budget for the year. So True. Um, and if you're thinking to yourself, well, I could easily uh, set a good budget if I had millions of dollars to work with. Uh, true, but you have to spend all of it on the state. Here, and here's, here's the other thing. She keeps blaming this on the media. Media only reports it and only reports... Yeah, shoot the messenger. The, the information saying, you know, she, she's blaming the media saying that it's misinformation and fake news. Um, you know, if it is fake news, I, I guess then go ahead and prove that it's fake and, and show that your budget is, is balanced because yeah. the state's saying that it's not balanced and by law has to be uh, by June 30th, you're so still the conver- showing a $2,000 deficit. So the conversation would be, I understand that your office does not have a balanced budget. That's fake news. Mm-hmm. So you do have a balanced budget. No. <laughs> and, and all this kind of ties together because the reason she doesn't have office staff is because her, her budget. She doesn't yeah. have the budget for office staff anymore. Um, you know, so she's had to let everybody go because she doesn't have the money legally to pay them. She's um, given up some of her budget once again, to make sure that she can balance some of her pay to be able to do this. Um, And this all ties in, once again, all to one story, and this is the lawsuit that went on when the Attorney General said, hey, you have to release these public records. Our our interpretation is this is a public records request by law. You have to release it. And she says, no, I don't. I'm going to keep... I don't know why this pops into my head, but whenever you talk about the Lieutenant Governor's budget... The first thing I always think is, well, budget for what? What what does the lieutenant governor do when the uh, uh, legislature is not in session? She has to be available 
to, in case the governor is gone, yeah. be able to run the state and, you know, have executive orders ready to go? I don't know. I'm just, you know, I, th- th- there aren't a lot of regularly scheduled activities, as far as I know, for the lieutenant governor outside of the legislative uh, season, which is just January through March. Yeah. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If you'd like to weigh in this morning, it is Open Phones Friday, too. We'll tell you that. We'll talk about anything you want to talk about today. Uh, that's what Friday is all about. I mean, we do that every day, but especially on Fridays. Uh, it doesn't even have to be on subjects. If you want to bring up something else, please feel free to do that. Once again, Open Phones Friday. Every Friday is brought to you by Fast Eddie's in uh, Meridian on Eagle Road. Want to get a fill-up on gas today and 30, save 30 cents a gallon? Uh, you can do that, and you can get a clean car. Look at that. The sun is out today. Today would be a perfect day to get your car cleaned up, and you get a full-service car wash, and then you'll get 30 cents a gallon off your gas fill-up. Go ahead and get into Fast Eddie's today. Uh, You can also, in addition to calling us, if you want to get through, you can email Mike at KBOI.com, Chris at KBOI.com. We're at Biscuit and Hogs, and once again, it is the hometown breakfast. Don't forget, when you come in, they had people 7 o'clock waiting to get in. Mm -hmm. That's how good this is. Um, We've got concert tickets. We'll tell you more about those coming up here that you can win today. Right now, it's 7.15. Time for another check on what's going on with sports this morning, brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli. Um, One of their locations, yes, I said one of their locations, just down the street from us here, and the other location, if you want to get, is in East Boise, just off Gowan. They have two locations. Open up their second location. Get into Fat Guy's Fresh Deli today. Don't forget Friday, Clam Chowder Day. Good morning. Golf is in a difficult position right now, and it appears that there's some frustration with a number of golfers that might be pushing them away from the PGA. Sergio Garcia's frustration over a ruling on a lost ball on the first round of the Wells Fargo Championship yesterday may have caused him to reveal that maybe he's headed that direction as well. You see, he drove his tee shot on the 10th hole into one of the hazard areas, um, and then he became frustrated with PGA Tour officials uh, who assessed him a penalty for taking too much time while trying to find his ball. Players are allotted three minutes to find a lost ball once they arrive in the vicinity of where it landed. Garcia argued that he hadn't even started searching for the ball until he crossed the river. Well, he lost his argument with the officials, and in disgust, he said, I can't wait to leave this tour. I can't wait to get out of here. So what exactly does that mean? Well, Garcia, who is from Spain, is one of a handful of international players who have been linked to the Saudi Arabia-backed LIV Golf Invitational Series, which is being fronted by Greg Norman, who, of course, is a two-time winner of the Open. The first LIV Golf International event is scheduled for June 9th through the 11th at the Centurion Golf Club just outside of London. Now, Garcia didn't talk with reporters afterwards, so we don't know exactly where his head is at, but it does look like a lot of players are headed that direction. I'm Rick Worthington. Time for the Morning Market Report. Powered by CapEd Credit Union. Keeping you informed about your money before the market opens. Sponsored by Tree City Advisors. On News Talk, KBOI, Boise. 721, he is Chris Walton. I'm Mike Casper. And on uh, with us this morning once again, as usual, Monday through Friday at the same time to talk about your money. Jeremiah Bates. Um, Jeremiah... Ouch. Yeah. The market has a personality say. disorder right now. 
Stock uh, Dow's down was down at one point yesterday, thirteen hundred points. Ended up the day down um, a th- over a thousand points. Nasdaq was down five percent. Um, cryptocurrencies didn't miss on this. Bitcoin was down what eight percent yesterday. Yep, yep, and that selling pressure continued in, into Bitcoin over over the night because it's down. Its price is just under thirty six thousand. So it clearly seeing a a risk off sentiment across the board. Um, when it comes to stocks, cryptocurrencies, and it kind of put, at least in my opinion, when we're talking about cryptocurrencies, it puts that argument to bed that cryptocurrency is a non-correlated asset, meaning the, the performance of these cryptocurrencies is not beholden or is not dictated by what the stock market's doing. Well, th- that's clearly not the case because these swings that we've seen on the S&P 500, the NASDAQ, the Dow Jones, the days that the stock market is down, we're seeing the cryptocurrency uh, overall market down as well. So yeah, clearly a risk off tone. I mean, it's, you know, and here's one thing though, you got to embrace the volatility because that is why as an investor, you get paid to own stocks. Now the problem is, you know, if you look at, uh, you know, 10 year timeframes, 15 year timeframes, 20 year timeframes, the market's always gone up. It, it's just been the case. We have decades of decades of data to show that, but you know, the problem is it just never goes up in a straight line. There's kind of blips and ups and downs. There's bear markets, recessions, depressions. We know that those things happen, but that's what provides the opportunity. And even though it feels like a very volatile time right now for stocks, it's actually right in average. We're not seeing anything out of the ordinary. The S&P 500 year to date is down a little over 13%. Since 1950, the S&P 500 on average has had a max drawdown in a year of 14%. So we're right in line with averages. And um, yeah, out of those, you know, if you go back 42 years or back to 1950, 32 out of those 42 years, we saw we saw drops of 14%. In those 32 years, the market finished positive at the end of the year and the and the next 12 months. So. Um, so don't it might be, be a buying opportunity for everything. Yeah, I mean, today. history's shown that. I mean, it, listen, you're, the odds of timing the market completely right, it, it's, a, it's a loser's game, right? Because you've got to be right twice. And historically, most people are not. But history would show that um, this would be a good opportunity, right? So if you're putting money in your 401ks, that's good. You actually want the market to go down, believe it or not. Um, it's a good time to do rebalancing. And, you know, just don't be surprised if down the line this current kind of volatility that we're seeing, it just becomes another stat in the history of the stock market, which is largely going to happen. Just about every day you look at the headlines for uh, the market, and it's it's like you could tell somebody, uh, well, I've got good news and bad news. The uh, <clears throat> Like, for instance, this morning it says the good news. Jobs growth accelerates in April. Non-farm payrolls better than expected. And then right next to that, uh, futures drop after worst day for Dow NASDAQ since 2020. And that's, you know, I think that's where, you know, I'll give my my industry a bit of criticism, especially on the, you know, the the news outlet side, because it just it stokes. Um, they try to stroke it a fear and emotion. Right. Because that's kind of what gets that gets the readership. It gets the clicks, but it doesn't really provide any solace as a long term investor. Right. Because uh, an article is not sexy when it says, hey, you know, you're in it for the long run. Focus on this. They got to they got to comment on what's happening right now and try to make sense of everything. And yeah, there's a lot of doom and gloom out there. So as a, as an investor, you got to be careful looking at that because um, hey, at the end of the day, no one cares about your money more than you. And there's a lot of emotions <laughs> tied up into it. But again, this is kind of where I feel it's important to kind of take a deep breath, 
really dial in what the purpose don't, is don't of look, your investing. Don't look at your four hundred one k or IRA today, right? <laughs> yeah, you almost want to be agnostic to it. To be <laughs> to be honest, right? It's days like this where you don't want to take a look because it, it's not going to make you feel good, and you just always right. got to lean back on. You got time. Time is always the answer. This too shall pass. Hey, and it's Mother's Day on Sunday, so this is a perfect way to say, "Hun, I wanted to get you this really big, expensive <laughs> Mother's Day gift, uh, you know, for you." But you know, stocks were down a whole bunch, so we didn't have as much money saved. Yeah. right there. My Mother's Jeremiah, Day portfolio is down. We'll get an update from you on the uh, market as it opens up here in a few minutes, in about an hour, and then uh, we'll be back Monday to talk with you again. Thanks. Thanks, Jens. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. 7.34 underway, broadcasting live once again. It is our hometown breakfast. We are at Biscuit and Hogs in Meridian, uh, just getting ready to uh, order breakfast ourselves. Doors are open. We've uh, got our first entry into our grand prize drawing today. David Spade, stand-up tickets in October. Backstreet Boys, New Kids on the Block, Jackson Country Stomp. All those tickets, somebody is going to win all of them. One person today. You have to sign up here. Only people who come to join us today and sign up here will be in on that grand prize drawing. So you have a really good chance of winning. We recently did something we really enjoy, too. Uh, we ordered breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, don't forget, uh, coming up tomorrow, you can attend the Free Experience Idaho Expo. It's going on uh, coming up tomorrow. Enjoy outdoor music. Um, sip cold beverages in the beer garden. You can try your hand at axe throwing. Tour RVs support over 100 local businesses featuring Idaho apparel, outdoor goods, and recreation arts and crafts, food, Will be available too. Nice. What would you know? What would the day outdoors here in Idaho be when you're experiencing outdoors without food? So yeah, come meet the people and the products that make Idaho a great place to call home. Don't miss it. Free experience. Idaho Expo is happening tomorrow, ten to five, at Expo Idaho. The Great One, Mark Levin, tonight at seven. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 7.42, live from Biscuit and Hogs, hometown breakfast, brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing is underway here today. Don't forget, we've got uh, four different uh, live events you can win before 10 o'clock. You've got to sign up here. Only the people that sign up here will be in on the grand prize drawing. David Spade, Backstreet Boys, New Kids on the Block. And Jackson's Country Stump. Somebody's going to win all those. So get in, get yourself some breakfast, and get signed up today. Uh, story we didn't get a chance to get to yesterday because uh, the uh, abortion um, conversation kind of got took over. Roe versus uh, Wade during the last part of our show. And, and uh, so I, I promised I would get to this today. Okay. Showing we know how just absolutely crazy housing prices have been here in Idaho over the last couple of years. Idaho is not the only state that this is going on. Um, going on a lot of the country, including Utah. And this story is from Utah, just showing how hot the real estate market is uh, there right now, too. A listing for a home that just sold, known to be contaminated with methamphetamine. So cooking meth in this home. Mm -hmm. So that, that, that steam, that smoke, when you're cooking meth, goes and it permeates the entire home. If you say so. $575,000 just sold for. It's a 1,468-square-foot, three-bedroom, one-bath home in, for a sales price of $575,000. In what way is it no longer contaminated, though? Um, it's still contaminated. Ah. 
Um, the uh, meth would, you would have to have it remediate, clean, and there's uh, uh, $4,500 price that is priced into the sale mm-hmm. to allow the buyer to do that. So they're going to pay $4,500 towards the cost of trying to clean the home. Now, a lot of people live in uh, homes that have been, in, you know, af- affected by um, methamphetamines and are just fine, but there is a small percentage of people that get very, very sick from these contaminated homes and living there because it's something, it, you, you can't get it out of the wood. Yeah. I mean, you can clean it up. You can, you know, get, get rid of sheetrock and things like that. The carpets go, they have to go because the meth is still in the carpets did, and everything. Did you, did you say the square footage? Um, fourteen hundred sixty-eight yeah. square feet. Three bath, one or three bedroom, one bath. See, I'm not going to buy a fourteen hundred square foot house for five hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars <laughs> anywhere, much less one. That, I mean, if if I had the money, the, I would certainly the, get a nice house, but yeah. I, I wouldn't get one that small, and I wouldn't get one contaminated by uh, meth. However, some people are probably looking at this and going, "Wow, I can have a house that's probably worth seven, eight hundred thousand dollars, only." 575000 and all I have to do is live with a little meth? <laughs> By the way... I told you the mother yells down to the kids, don't make a meth down there. <laughs> in Salt Lake City County, over the last 12 months, take a guess at how many properties that tested positive for Ooh. meth have been sold. Uh, 20. 375. Okay, so that's more. Um, I, I, you know, Salt Lake may have a meth problem. Just saying. No, I think, I think you can get meth easily. There's no problem whatsoever. <laughs> KVY News Time, 745. Let's get a final check on what's going on uh, with sports this morning. Brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli. Two locations. Uh, get into East Boise, Boise off Gallon. They just opened that location up this week. Or you can just go down the road from us at Biscuit and Hogs. And as I mentioned earlier today, come on in for breakfast at Biscuit and Hogs um, up until 10 o'clock. And then when we get done broadcasting at 10 o'clock, go across the street because um, Fat Guys opens up at 1030. <laughs> Good point. You, you got your morning and your lunch covered so get in today life life is better when it's one extended meal (laughs) fat guys fresh deli good morning well let's talk nfl for just a moment magic johnson appears to have partnered with the philadelphia 76ers co-owner josh harris to bid for the denver broncos this is according to a report from sportico the Bolin family, which owns the Denver Broncos for 38 years, has put the team up for sale earlier this year. Johnson, who is currently part owner of the Los Angeles Dodgers and the Los Angeles Sparks. Uh, under Johnson's watch, of course, the Dodgers ended their 30-plus-year World Series title drought in 2020. Four years earlier, Johnson watched the Sparks capture their third world championship since 2002. So... A lot of Denver Bronco fans would really like to see Magic Johnson come in. Forbes values the Denver Broncos, by the way, at $3.75 billion, which means it could very well fetch a price closer to the neighborhood of $4 billion before it's all said and done. Along with the impending sale of the franchise, the Broncos have also had a busy offseason, team-changing head coaches, bringing in former Packers offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett, and they even pulled off the biggest offseason trade with the acquisition of Russell Wilson. I'm Rick Worthington. Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI.
It is the hometown breakfast once again. We are in uh, Meridian, Biscuit and Hogs, Overland and Millennium. It is underway today in addition to delicious breakfasts. We also have a chance for you to, uh, you're you're hearing that, Backstreet Boys. We'd like to thank uh, Nate Shellman um, for allowing us to uh, have the tickets to the Backstreet Boys and New Kids on the Block. Uh, You probably know that he is a big boy band fanboy. And he nicely... (laughs) Handed over the tickets to us uh, that he didn't give away on Tuesday. Handed over. Yeah, Yeah. handed over. It was very nice. Handed over. And he's he's here with us this morning. Wasn't necessarily his idea. 7.01, I get a call. Hey, you didn't give away away your tickets today. I'm like, I'm I'm sorry when you're talking, doing a full three-hour show about Roe versus Wade and abortion. Hey, hold on. Speaking of abortion... We're giving away. We're giving away things. No, it, it didn't. It didn't. It didn't work in the flow of the show that day. Uh, that's a good segue. But, uh, hey, speaking of abortion, or, we got some boy or, bands to give away. Or speaking of backstreet things. <laughs> yes. I, it just didn't work in the flow. But ever, ever the opportunist, Mike Casper, is, hey, you know, since he didn't give them away, can we give them away? Huh? 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 Didn't it, want him to go to waste. Well, and and that's true too. So you know, now now you guys have packaged it up all nice. Since you know you don't get any of the nice prizes. This, like, we don't uh, country stomp tickets or or David Spade tickets or, or, or any of that. That that's cool. Um, now you have this Mondo four pack grand prize yeah. that you, you're giving away. Yeah, usually the early bird gets the worm, but if you sleep in, you get tickets. And, and here you get bacon. Yeah. And guess what? You get all these tickets. We're not giving these away separately. It's a huge prize package that you get today. Um, as, as mentioned, Jackson Country Stomp tickets, uh, Russell Dickerson, Lauren Elena, L.V. Shane, uh, Jackson Dean. Then you have New Kids on the Block coming. Mm-hmm. Backstreet Boys are coming. And finally, um, in October, David Spade will be here for his uh, stand-up. So all that can be yours Today and all you have to do is come by and get signed up before 10 o'clock. We will announce our winner. One person, and you must be here for our hometown breakfast, brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing, to get in on that grand prize drawing. So, you don't need to be here when the drawing no, happens, no. but you do have to come in this morning to come Biscuit this and morning. Those are the only people who are going to be in on this, so hopefully we'll see you here. Um, and if you love bacon, they have uh, their, their wonderful bacon. Um, one of the few places you can also get, uh, I think it's about 13, 14-hour Smoked brisket oh, right. it's good. that they uh, use for their breakfast items, too. So a lot of things to choose from here. <laughs> <laughs> the, only, the only one without food in front of him seems to be the most hungry. Uh, um, hold on. Hold on. See, a, a lot of people, Mike, Casper and Chris invited me to put the headphones on. Uh-huh. Ironically, at just the same time, they both got these heaping plates of food in mm-hmm. front of them. So if you hear me guest hosting the show, it's not because I've taken over. It's because they have their mouth full. Wow, what a great idea. And, and, what are you doing for the next 15 minutes or so? I'm going to take my tickets for <laughs> um, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. It's also open phones Friday. Uh, Friday is all about you and what you want to talk about. Uh, if you want to get through, you can also email Chris at KBY.com, Mike at KBY.com. Question for you. I'm just going to ask this, and we'll talk about this coming up this morning, too. What is the most extreme and dangerous political organization in American history? What do you think it is? What would you well, I know what I heard the other day it, it was. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. What would you say it is? Girl Scouts of America. <laughs> 
Girl Scouts of America. These there's, there's drug one. dealers peddle their wares for months on end. Oh, I didn't in even front think of, about that. In front of you every... Know, you want to know fear? Open your own cookie shop. Man. <laughs> and they sit there with their Cindy Lou Who eyes, and they go, would you like cookies? And they're only there with Thin Mints and Samoas and Dosey Dos. Yeah, uh, there, 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 there you go. There's one. Maybe you think it's a Ku Klux Klan. Ku Klux Klan, Girl Scouts. Two Weathermen. <laughs> Defi- define political organization. Um, or don't. I mean, you know. I, yeah, uh, that, I guess that would be up to your, your description, I right. guess. What do you think it is? We'll talk about this coming up this morning. KBOI News Time is 7.57. Night at 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Into the 8 o'clock hour we go. Uh, hometown Breakfast brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing. And the party can now officially get started. Kenny is here Yay. for breakfast once again this morning. Um, we're waiting for you to uh, show up once again. Definitely want to be here before 945. We've got uh, your sign-ups once again going on for uh, David Spade. His stand-up show is in October. Backstreet Boys, New Kids on the Block, Jackson Country Stomp. Those tickets can be all yours. We're not splitting that with four people. One person is going to win them all, but you have to get in here and get signed up before 945. It's a vast entertainment package. It really is. And then on top of that, get yourself some great breakfast uh, here. This, by the way, is uh, Mother's Day weekend. Sunday is Mother's Day. Great mom, I guarantee, would love this place on Sunday for breakfast. Really, really anybody would. So, yeah, that's a good yeah. statement. Um, I, I like that. So get in, um, you know, especially if mom likes her Bloody Marys. It's a great place to get some uh, specialty Bloody Marys, mimosas, and more. And, of course, great breakfast here at, uh, once again, Biscuit and Hog hogs in meridians so come on out and join us would love to meet you um just getting underway with some uh, great food uh, you're almost no you still got some left a little bit yeah you i got just... the uh, eggs benedict today some of the best eggs benedict i've ever had anywhere yeah and you're making short work of it yep uh, i see you put gravy on your potatoes oh which yeah which you always do gotta have the gravy on the taters i got basically uh it's it's called the b and h classic which is biscuit and hogs classic but there's no biscuit but there is a little hog in there that's good because uh, it's just basically bacon eggs and potatoes um, a couple of weeks ago, we had told you with China because they uh, are seeing the highest levels of COVID that they've ever had yeah. since COVID began, which, by the way, in case you forgot, began in China. Mm-hmm. And we told you a couple of weeks ago how they were putting, you know, they're, they're making people stay in their homes and people were still leaving. They, they're not allowed to leave for any reason. Even in some places, apartment buildings, um, you don't, even if you don't test positive for COVID, they don't want people out and about. Yeah. These are cities with like three, four million people. Yeah. So they were going around and they were putting fences around these apartments and homes uh, in the middle of the night. So you got up the next morning and there's a fence and you can't get out. Uh, well, apparently people had figured you, out a way. Would take a fence to that. To get around or up and over the fence. So you know what they next did? What? Apparently, they have started locking them in their rooms, like putting bolts in front of the door into the floors so that you cannot physically open so the door. it's not enough to just have a curfew? No, because they, they are strict in China about their lockdowns. So now they are going, and they are really, literally locking people in their homes so they can't even open the doors. Now, my question to this is, I know this is America, and this would just not in any way, shape, yeah. or form, be it's, it's okay. Almost, it's almost as if China isn't a free country. <laughs> what What happens if there's a fire? Uh, I think you, you can't I get think out you of the house physically. Burn up or choke to death, one of the two. It's just absolutely Poss- possibly crazy. Both. 
So this is the authorities are now using bolts and wires to forcibly lock residents into their apartments to prevent them from leaving their homes uh, as COVID is, is, like we mentioned, is worse in China right now than it has ever been. Um, a lot of us hope that and pray that, uh, you know, COVID is, is over in the United States. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. it's not looking uh, like that. Um, seeing increased cases across the United States, uh, even here in Idaho, fortunately, um, coronavirus cases, again, edging upwards in parts of Idaho. Uh, the data in the past 10 days, according to Dr. David Peterman, CEO of Primary Health Medical Group, uh, says it's quite striking um, primary Health group includes 22 urgent care and family medical uh, clinics here in southwestern Idaho. He said, while there are many different ways you look at coronavirus in a pandemic, the goal is and continues to be to keep that positivity rate of less than 5%. Now, in March, um, in the first part of April, that positivity rate had dropped down to 2%, which shows that you have control over coronavirus. Unfortunately, with the new BA2 variant, that uh, part of the country is starting to see. And Idaho is lagging a, behind the rest of the country. That's a boring name, BA2. I would like to call it BS2. Um, but Idaho is now, um, since dropping down to 2%, back up to 3.5%. Still below that 5% mark, but unfortunately, the number of people uh, seeking coronavirus tests also growing, as is the positivity of those tests. Uh, Peterman said what we saw in the past week is the number of patients we tested increased by over 35% to more than 800 people. We have more people that are wanting to be tested because they are symptomatic and coming in and going, all right, but do I have COVID or do I have something else? I keep getting reminded that there are other things you can catch besides COVID. You know, because yeah. people uh, stay home because they've got, you know, the stomach uh, virus or, or uh, you know, they've got a cold or something. And, I, and the first thing that pops into my head is, are you sure it isn't COVID? <laughs> and, but, I mean, you're, you're right. I mean, the, the things, it manifests itself in, in just having, like, yeah. a bad cold or, or a flu. Um, numbers, I, I did, I did want to check and see, all right, are the numbers really going up? Is this something uh, real? Um, so I, did, I checked the USA average because there are places, New York and New Jersey, for instance, have seen a big uptick in cases over crowded, the last couple of crowded weeks. Pl- crowded d- densely, densely yes, crowded places. Yep. Um, so I took, I took a look and compared the seven-day average in, uh, on May 2nd of this year mm-hmm. to the seven-day average May 2nd in 2021, which we were pretty much right in the middle of the pandemic, 61 1,179 uh, cases on average. That's a seven-day average um, in this year, mm-hmm. this week, um, 49,000 May 2nd of 2021. Hmm. The good news is, and the BA2 variant apparently is showing that it, it, you, people don't get near as sick. It's still highly transmissible, but the good news is that they're not getting sick or dying at levels that they did. Part of that has to do because people are vaccinated. Um, Death, seven-day average in uh, May this week, 2022, 337 compared to 698. COVID COVID is so weird anyway because you say, well, how do you know when you have COVID? Well, uh, do you have any any symptoms? Uh, Like what? Oh, any any symptoms. (laughs) Whatsoever. Uh, Yeah, yeah, because uh, the symptoms are like cold or flu. So you really have to literally go in and get a test. Like that Chris Rock joke. He was watching all the medical commercials, and one guy said, do you go to sleep at night and get up in the morning? And he says, I got that. Whatever that is, I have that. Uh, The other unfortunate news, um, which is, you know, really amazing when you think about, um, you know, because... It seems like this has been going on a really long time. Mm-hmm. 
However, it has, it's just a little over two years. However, it is the fourth calendar year that it's been happening in. One, the U.S. passed one million deaths this yeah. week due to COVID. That's a city the size of San Jose, California, which is a top 10 city in the nation. So um, specifically tied to COVID, those, those deaths. That's a lot of death. More people than live in this entire valley, albeit only slightly more now. Yeah. Wait, wait a couple of years. Yeah. Absolutely amazing uh, of the traveling. And part of that is because of the hometown breakfasts. We were in um, Middleton last week, mm-hmm. the original Sunrise Cafe. Right. Um, I've traveled to CUNA this week. I, you know, I live in Nampa, Caldwell, um, traveling, you know, down, and into downtown Boise. The, Boy, you the, building, the building that is going on on homes and apartment buildings is absolutely stupefying right now. It's immense, huh? I, I, I'm like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe the amount of new homes, new apartment buildings. And I, I'm talking stuff that is just literally being built. They still have the, the, the siding on it. The, yeah. the, the, the roofs are being put on it. Debbie and I have that, uh, you know, I, I don't drive anymore, so I actually look at the scenery now and when she's driving. And I'll say something like, hey, how long has that building been there? And she'll say, I don't know. It wasn't there it yesterday. Was, yeah. Um, even I mean, it's been probably a little over a month that I had driven um, on uh, State Street, mm-hmm. and I came back last week from Middleton on State Street, and it's probably been a month or a little more that I had traveled out that way, and the amount of houses that were not there a month ago and now uh, are frame in the process of being built, I, subdivisions, you know how, there was probably four different brand new subdivisions that weren't there a month you ago. You know how the Phoenix area is. Yeah. You go down there, you look around, and there are orange groves all over the place. And then you go to see those orange groves a year later, and they are gated communities. And it, it only took a year, and they built 50 houses on it. Um, well, that's kind of what we're doing now. The uh, growth, I, I bring this up because I'd like to get your input um, on something that was approved this week in Boise. Uh, because everybody complains uh, about the price of housing mm-hmm. um, and how expensive it is to rent an apartment. And getting into your own home is almost impossible for uh, somebody just starting out right now. Um, and Boise has finally approved the uh, mini homes that can be moved. So they're, they're on wheels. They, they have approved a, a new program that will allow people to um, build these homes. Yeah, tiny homes. Right? With, with the hope of getting them affordable home prices. My, my question to you is, why, why did it take so long? Is this not a good idea? I, I understand what, to make that the something building. Affordable? Yeah, I understand the building and zoning, you know, problems that they they you you weren't allowed to do it. But why? If I, almost everybody here complains about it, the city leaders, the politicians, all complain that there's not enough affordable homes. Why is it taking until this week before they finally say, "All right, we're going to test this out and see if tiny homes might be the answer for people on tiny maybe, budgets"? Maybe they were holding out because they didn't want a bunch of tiny homes all over the place. I, I think it would be an answer. To, to helping that out. We'll get your thoughts. Uh, open phones Friday, of course, 208-336-3700. Plus, on the way next, a uh, chance for you to, uh, we've, we've just found out, $50 gift certificate to Biscuit and Hogs. That's our prize today. Um, we're going to give that away for our Casper and Chris damn near impossible that can question. By a lot of what's in front of us. Yeah, it really could. So stay, stay right where you're at. Your chance to win that with our Casper and Chris damn near impossible question coming up after traffic.
Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 824, Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question, brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty. $50 gift certificate to Biscuit and Hogs, if you can answer our question. Up first this morning, D-Nice. D-Nice, good morning to you. D-Nice? Mm-hmm. Good morning. It's probably Denise, Hello. isn't it? Don't make me t- send you to O'Shea Hennessy's office, Chris. <sighs> All right, Denise, the U.S. military buys the most explosives in the country. Who buys the second most explosives in the United States every year? Disney or Disney World. Well, Disney is the correct answer, not Disney World by itself. But the Walt Disney Disney. Company is number Mm -hmm. two because of all the fireworks they need for their parks when they put on their fireworks show every night. And they do it at every park. So there are two in California. There are four in Florida. There are two each in uh, Paris, Shanghai, Hong Kong, and Tokyo. Plus, they have uh, phantasmic shows and stunt shows. They use a lot of explosives. Congratulations, uh, Denise. You've got a $50 gift certificate to Biscuit and Hawks. Have you ever been? Uh, yes. Well, good. Now That's you can delicious. come back and enjoy a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of great food. It certainly is. Hang on the line. We'll get some information from you. Uh, congratulations to Denise. Our phone lines are open now, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Once again, it is Open Phones Friday, brought to you by Fast Eddie's in Meridian on Eagle Road. We are live, Biscuit and Hogs, uh, once again, in Meridian. Come on out and join us. You've got here uh, just about an hour and a half. We'll uh, probably an hour in uh, 45 minutes, though, to get in if you want to win those uh, tickets. We've got David Spade stand-up tickets. He's going to be here in October. Backstreet Boys, New Kids on the Block, and Jackson's Country stomp tickets one person is going to win all of those so come on in and get signed up if there's only 10 people who sign up you have a one in 10 chance of getting those and you're talking um let me see a couple hundred dollars worth of tickets oh, easily yeah easily right there for you so uh come on in and get signed up biscuit and hogs get some great breakfast hometown breakfast brought to you by cloverdale plumbing remember it is open phones friday if you want to get through on the phone you can do that you can also email chris at kboi.com and mike at kboi.com Download the 670 KBOI app for your smartphone for free. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. How dare they? How dare they tell a woman what she can do and cannot do with her own body? How dare they? How dare they try to stop her from determining her own future? How dare they try to deny women their rights and their freedoms? That's Vice President uh, Kamala Harris. How dare they tell somebody what they can and can't do with their body? You know, I, 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 I would give her a little more respect on that if the uh, hypocrisy wasn't so stupefying. How dare they... Tell a person what Stupa- they can do with their body. Stupefying hypocrisy? Yeah. Um, it's a per- mouthful. Perfectly fine to say uh, how dare they tell a person what they can do with their body when it comes to abortion. 
However, um, when it came to being vaccinated with COVID, where were you on that? Why, why weren't you saying the exact same thing? How dare you tell somebody what they can and can't do with their body when well, it came to vaccination? See, that's not fair, though. You're acting like things that are similar have something in common. <laughs> I just, I mean, it literally is stupefying. I mean, the the Biden administration failed attempt to force employees to require, uh, employers rather, to to require their employees to get vaccinated for COVID. Uh, They required the federal government workers, the military, all had to be vaccinated. Where were you saying, how dare they? Mm Mm-hmm tell you what you can and can't do with your body when it came to that because it doesn't fit your narrative that's it and again that's not the argument that uh, pro-life people have that uh, you you can't do something with your own body their point is that you have created another body or at least the beginnings of one and uh, it's on its way to becoming a body and they don't want you to just suddenly put it into it yeah uh, Lori writes in uh, regarding the abortion, uh, abortion brouhaha, the pro-choice crowd's primary argument is that government has no business dictating what a woman does with her own body. Fair point. So I ask, have you actually read the recently released SCOTUS draft? It basically declares exactly that. It affirms Ruth Bader Ginsburg's claim that Roe versus Wade should never have been a Supreme Court concern, that the federal government should not be involved in women's personal health decisions. That's exactly what the pro-choice folks have been asking for. It sounds to me like they do not want the government to poke its nose where it doesn't belong, but only when it serves their interest. Full disclosure, though I'm woefully unqualified to have a vested opinion, I lean pro-life, but I cringe at the hypocritical soundbites I hear from both sides and they and get PO'd at idiots spouting opinions about that a means, document they haven't even read. That means post office. Yeah, I can't really say what exactly that means. They get post off. They get post off. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. It is Open Phones Friday if you want to weigh in. Um, pretty much about you, anything you want to talk about today, Open Phones Friday brought to you by uh, Fast Eddie's in uh, Meridian. Um, you can also email Chris at KBOI.com, Mike at KBOI.com. I noticed somebody just cranked up the radio or something. <laughs> I thought somebody's phone was ringing for a moment. But the uh, music you hear in the background, um, we apologize for. We'll see if we can. Yeah, this is one of our more ambient shows. We can shows. get that um, fixed up for you here. Um, Don writes in, uh, Mike at KBUI.com. I heard the story reported on the COVID restric- restrictions going on in China. Why can they do this? This is against basic human rights. Why don't the Chinese people talk to their representatives? If I had time, I would go over there, organize those people to stop this. In fact, I'd like to challenge some of our leaders to do something. This is a bad thing and should be illegal to lock people up. Just have them wear double masks and, if necessary, eye shields. So this individual wants to know why the Chinese aren't revolting because they're not able to do whatever they want whenever they want, which, by the way, has been their entire lives. Um, here's the other thing. They don't have representatives. <laughs> and if they did have they representatives also, that went against what the government yeah, was saying, they would be put to death. They also, according to the Chinese government, don't exactly have basic human rights. There, there's, another, there's another problem. You, you have the rights when we tell you you have the rights. Um, the other part about you, even if you had the time to go over there and uh, organize, 
um, you would have a lot more time after that because you would you probably would be, be arrested prison, and thrown exactly. in prison. Yeah. Um, so that, that, that's the problem. And I hear in those China's Chinese, just not a free state. And I hear in those Chinese prisons, they speak Chinese. So that'll be even more difficult for you. A little you. more difficult for you. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Uh, by the way, the uh, main number, same if you want to get through on text. We do have uh, some texts coming in. We had asked a question a, a little bit earlier um, that Boise is finally going to allow tiny homes. And I, I asked this question, you know, three, four months ago when we were talking about how housing has just become so unaffordable, unaffordable, people can't afford to rent places anymore by themselves. They can't afford to buy their homes, get enough for the down payment, and, and basically ask the question, why is it taking so long? Because even some of the leaders, the Boise leaders, um, you know, have, been, have complained that we don't have, we have to do something. I guess it's better late than never, but why did it take so long to get tiny homes taken care of where you can buy a home for $75,000, $100,000, $150,000, depending on the size of your home. Um, a, a text message in at 208-336-3700 says uh, it's because in a lot of states, uh, if a tiny home has wheels and can be towed, it's considered an RV and no property taxes. There we go. But, I mean, you can fix that easily. Just all you have to do is change your zoning laws and say tiny uh, homes are not considered RVs if they are built to a certain level, even if they're on wheels. Maybe and they will be taxed, have property taxes. Maybe the uh, tiny homes lobby doesn't have much of a foundation. I'm wondering if there is even a tiny homes lottery or a uh, lobby. lobby. Um, howdy. This uh, email in from Roy and Boise. In the spirit uh, of Open Phones Friday, I have an idea for Canyon County and uh, one of their intersections. In particular, with major, major traffic issues, Highway 2026 and Middleton Road has become a traffic problem. When I drive past it, I notice three of the four corners are open spaces. The newer Chevron is the only building near the intersection. Canyon County uh, why don't you do something uh, in an imminent domain and create a larger rotary to eliminate the mile-long traffic jams at the stoplight during rush hours? In other words, I think he wants a roundabout put in. Mm -hmm. um, rotary intersections are more efficient than traffic lights, as an episode of Mythbusters demonstrated uh, on one of their shows. How about shifting the future headaches at this particular intersection into the history books and alleviate a major traffic issue before the lands becomes more expensive to buy? That's Roy and Boise. Right? I, I can tell you, I think, one of the reasons why they don't do that. Because money? they are, no, they're in the process. They have the money. Mm. Part of it is COVID funds. Um, they are in the process of expanding 2026 all the way from um, Chinon Boulevard all the way to Caldwell and making it four lanes. Okay. So if you have four lanes or in turning lanes, it'll be, it'll be uh, six lanes in some instances during those areas. Um, I think that they want to do the road first. I don't know. Maybe they can eventually. It, you can have a four-lane road be in a roundabout, can't you, I guess? You know what? Uh, <clears throat> you're asking the wrong person. That, that's probably part of the problem I spent, because... I spent 20 minutes at a roundabout once. They are going to um, expand that, that roadway all the way to Caldwell. So it would not be fiscally re responsible to put in a roundabout right now. Within the next year, you're going to be seeing a four-lane roadway put in there, and they're going to have to dig all that up and uh, it's redo idea. it anyway. It's, it's not a bad idea, though, You because know, what they're looking for are ideas the cheaper the better the faster the better mm -hmm. 
I'm trying to think if you can do. I think you can. I, I think I have seen roundabouts that are on uh, four lanes that you can just have the turning lane in the right lane and the roundabout going around the other way. So it's, it, it's actually not a bad idea. Hmm. Who knows? Maybe uh, somebody from the uh, uh, the uh, highway department might be listening this morning and they can look into that. John has written in and says the way I see it until Congress makes abortion law of the land via constitutional amendment or new chapter, etc. Realistically, it will defer to states' rights. Honest, this sounds like a Democrat scheme to get the focus off of the administration's terrible job, another version of wag the dog baby. Except, it's, it's almost starting to look more like it was somebody conservative who uh, released the, the, you think? the information simply to show people, look what we did. You know, look look what's going to happen. As soon as they found out that the Supreme Court justices were going to go their way, they said, hey, let's get this out where everybody knows. Um, I did see a, a thing yesterday. There are 70 people, total 70 people, mm-hmm. who would have had access to this draft. 70 people, and that includes the Supreme Court justices, which I don't think any one of them released it or, or leaked it. Yeah. So you've got to subtract them, but there's, a, like we said, it, there, there's just a small handful that could have done this. I hope that they find out who it is and why they did it. Um, it'll be it'll be surprising to me if they're not able to do it. If they're but not able to find s- out. Several people have said, "Well, this is something that you know the Democrats will use to rally their people." Well, so will the Republicans. Yeah, I, it's, it, both it's, sides are going to use it. Yeah. yeah, both sides. One side's going to say we don't like it, so we have to get out and vote. The other side's going to say this is exactly what we want, so let's get out and vote some more. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Your thoughts? Uh, also, it is Open Phones Friday. We'll talk about anything you want to talk about. We're live at Biscuit and Hogs, hometown breakfast brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing. Don't forget, just about an hour now to sign up and get that huge entertainment package we're giving away. Backstreet Boys, David Spade, New Kids on the Block, and Jackson Country Stomp. KBOI News Time is 848. Today from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless if you want to get through this morning. We are uh, once again live, Biscuit and Hogs in Meridian. It's a hometown breakfast. Uh, about an hour, we'll be giving away this prize package. If you want to get in and uh, win uh, tickets to David Spade, Backstreet Boys, New Kids on the Blocks, and Jackson Country Stomp. You can get those this morning, but you have to get into Biscuit and Hogs sometime before 9.45. We'll announce our winner before 10. To the phone lines we go. I'm uh, talking a little bit earlier uh, about uh, tiny homes. Jesse, uh, you had some thoughts. Hey, thanks so much for taking my call. So now I know if you wind up a tiny home with a mobile home, they're obviously different. But because they both have wheels, legally speaking, what's the difference between a tiny home and a mobile home? Because I know a mobile home depreciates, and financing for a mobile home is much tougher to do than for, you know, like a traditional mortgage, even though it is less expensive. And then you have costs of, you know, moving these houses, these these tiny houses, because they're on wheels. I mean, what's the incentive for people to buy a tiny house? I look at it like transitioning from a tiny home to buying a home is going to be much different than buying, like, a townhouse and transitioning to buying a house. I, I think the, what they're looking for on tiny, tiny homes is, I mean, what is the average price? 
price in uh, the Treasure Valley or Boise, uh, Aiden Canyon County right now is, is between, I think, three hundred and seventy-five to $500,000. That's for an average house. For an average price house right now. Uh, that's a median. So if you're looking into a tiny home, now granted, tiny homes are usually under um, 900, around 700 square feet, let's say. Um, so the cost of that is going to be about $100,000, maybe 125, depending on what you want in your tiny wow. home. So it does allow you to get into that home. And the differences are, and, and the, if you've ever watched, they've had some uh, um, television shows about tiny homes and, and building the tiny homes, is they're built like a real home. Mm-hmm. The only difference is that they put this real home instead of on a foundation. Now, you can put a tiny home on a foundation if you have the land. But what Boise is doing and changing in their zoning is they are going to open up um, some public and private areas to allow people to build those tiny homes on those areas. Gotcha. And so it, they are different than, than an RV. We'll take more yeah, of your phone calls and emails coming up. Thanks for the call. 670 KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. I'm from California. Uh, that's David Spade. By the way, uh, you can win tickets to see David Spade live at the Morrison Center this morning here at Biscuit and Hogs, but you have just about 35, 40 minutes to get in. We'll announce the winner of uh, the tickets for David Spade, Backstreet Boys, New Kids on the Block, and Jackson's Country Stomp. Mm-hmm. All of those, one prize package, one winner, and only the people who have joined us today for our hometown breakfast at Biscuit and Hogs will be in on that grand prize drawing. Thanks to Cloverdale Plumbing for letting us go out again and broadcast live and enjoy breakfast. Now, why did we put those all together as one prize? Because it's easier. <laughs> and... It's going to pay off big time for somebody. We're going to take care of your entertainment value for pretty much the rest of the year. You can use them as gifts. And, and of course, Mother's Day's coming up. And what of a course, great Mother's uh, Day's gift. Memories for a lifetime, right? We there, have to say yeah, that. There you go. Yeah. Um, uh, we're into the final hour of the show, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Talking a lot about uh, tiny homes this morning. Uh, no name on this one. Um, email in uh, mike at kboi.com. Tiny homes are not the solution, Mike. They're the unholy alliance of big government, big corporation. Read Blacklock. 
Black Rock Vanguard Berkshire Hathaway. Yes, you and your <laughs> wife are in on it. Um, first of all, I don't. You, you didn't list the name here. Um, you're 100% incorrect. Uh, Warren Buffett does not invest in any rental properties whatsoever. He invests in REITs, which are publicly traded companies that you, anybody can invest in. He does not buy rental properties to rent out. So I don't know where you got your information there, but that's 100% false. Says, uh, goes on to say, you aren't, aren't moving into a tiny house yourself, are you? Uh, no, but I would in a second if I couldn't afford to pay $350,000 for or $500,000 for a home but I could afford to live in a $100,000 home and wanted to get my start and have my own home and not have to pay $2,000 a month or $1,500 a month for apartment, I would buy a tiny home in a second. As a matter of fact, my first home that I bought could be considered a tiny home. It was 1,000 square feet. Um, He goes on uh, to add some more uh, misinformation. Um, He said, you want little guys in little houses eating the little bugs. I don't even know what that means, spending his time on Meta. You're part of those who want us to own nothing and be happy. Meat as a treat. Rights removed. Collectivism over individual. I don't know where you're getting that I'm a part of those who want you to own nothing. When you buy a tiny home, you own the tiny home. It's yes, yours. You yes, you do. You're not renting it from you anybody. can put it on land you own if you want to. You are taking out a loan just as anybody who would buy any house. And you are making those payments. And once you are getting done with the payments that you make to the mortgage company, the bank, whatever, or if you it's have yours. cash, it's yours. So I don't, everything you wrote here was absolutely not true. I, I, I would encourage my kids, if they couldn't afford to buy a house, mm-hmm. get into a tiny home, get that tiny home, and start building equity so that you can move into a bigger home. That's yeah. the whole goal is or, you buy a home, then you sell it, you move into a bigger home, you sell or, that, buy into a bigger home. Let's go back to 15 years ago and uh, just buy a huge house that you can't afford and live in it till it's foreclosed. <laughs> that You can do that, too. All right. Um, Roseanne writes in, tiny homes, not an RV, no code needs to be followed. It is a box on wheels. However, it must meet Department of Transportation criteria to be allowed on the road. Mike writes in, hey, deep thinkers, here's a bit of humor. At the very moment that Roe versus Wade could be overturned, the rightists have continued using the slogan, my body, my choice, about COVID vaccines and mask mandates. It's also contradictory that Mississippi's Attorney General, who defended the state's ban before the Supreme Court in December in the case that has been leaked, has also filed three lawsuits against the federal government's vaccine mandates. Yes, this once again proves you indeed can have it both ways. Or you can at least try. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. John in Baker City. Thank you for uh, listening in Baker City this morning. Um, You're on Newstalk KBY. Good morning to you. Good morning. What's up, there? John? Yeah, yeah, we're here. Oh, What's on your mind? Yeah. Okay, uh, I, I kind of look at this um, issue of the abortion as kind of a sad thing on the country. And in fact, I was thinking this morning, uh, it, just imagine, if you will, that years ago when the slavery issue was, was uh, settled, instead of the way it worked out, we decided to let the states have it if they want it and let the other states have it if they don't want it. That's what I mean, the Confederate states definitely wanted, yeah. And we're doing the same thing today. We're dividing the country. 
And whatever happened, now I'm not sure where it is. It's in the preamble to the uh, Constitution or the uh, Declaration of Independence. It says something about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Doesn't that apply to a woman? I mean, if it makes her happy to hurt her body that way, who is a man to tell her not to do it? Yeah. I, mean, I think that's how that's how an awful lot of women that I've uh, that we've heard from in the last few days feel about it too. What was that, John? What you say? I'm so sad that the country has turned out this way. And you know, forgive me, my friend, but I kind of agree with Mr. Obama when he said that you can trace this whole thing back a few years ago to when he was president. And a certain segment of this country couldn't stand it, and they decided to form the Tea Party, Sarah Palin, and everything follows. You can draw a straight line through Trump and the whole, the whole business. What's happened to this country? Well, right, we still that's have my the... statement. Thank you. All right. Appreciate that. Thank you for the call. We still have a whole lot of people with a whole lot of different views on things. And, and uh, yeah, it's true every now and then in... American politics, there's some sort of catalyst that occurs and it uh, shapes things for years to come. The election of Obama may have been one of those things because, as he just rightly pointed out, two years after uh, Obama was elected, all of a sudden here comes the Tea Party, which was kind of a backlash toward Obama. You know, the other thing I will say, and and you kind of basically said it too in that i mean we have a country with what 330 plus million, million people. people yeah you're when you have 300 you can't get in a room with 10 people and have everybody think the same way how do you expect a country with 330 plus million people to all believe we rarely the exact are in the same thing we're rarely in a room with two or three people and who believe exactly this yeah. um you know so you're you're not going to have everybody agree on anything, which I think is perfectly fine, because if you don't want to have that, you can have a country like China, like we just talked about, mm-hmm. to have everybody agree and think the same way as the government, because that's what you're forced to do. You you can't. You're not allowed to have your own opinion in this country. You have the freedom to have a different opinion, and unfortunately, that sometimes is going to cause rifts. You know, and I know a lot of people like to say, "Oh my gosh, the division in this country is the worst that it's ever been." It's, I it, think, it's not. I think it's on TV more often. But people have always been pretty divided about different things. Yeah. I mean, you can go back, you know, 150 years in this country. I mean, you, he, brought, this, he brought up slavery. How divided was this country well, when it came to slavery? Well, it, well we had a war about it. Yeah. Because, um, you know, half the, or not half the country, but about a third of the country just completely seceded. Um, anyway, I mean, that's how America works, though. It, it, we don't have to be united all the time like there are certain things that unite us you know like uh, 9-11 or world war ii things like that but most of the things america's good at is uh, at arguing uh, america is good at arguing about most things and and that's just the way it's always going to be because we need more than one view or we just you know turn into a communist country and here's the other thing and why you know arguing is good you and I wouldn't be sitting here having breakfast this morning. No, probably uh, not. We yeah. would be doing something else because if you weren't allowed to argue or, you know, arguing wasn't something to do. At least speak your piece on something. Yeah. We, we wouldn't have a news talk uh, show allowing people to be on the air and, and giving their viewpoints. 
We'll take a break here, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If you're on the phone, stay right where you're at. I promise we'll get to you. We just need to take a uh, quick break. Don't forget, half an hour to go. What are, where are we at? Um, Costa Vita sold out in less than three minutes this morning on our sweet deals. Um, okay, I think we're probably under 80. Last time I checked Blaze, it was under 50. Under 50. So Blaze Pizza getting really close. Costa Vita is gone, and uh, I think there's less than 10 is there eight now on the uh, eight granny, granny C's? Granny C's, yeah. Granny C's, there's only eight of those left. You can buy any um, or all of them, except Costa Vita, because it's already gone. Our sweet deal uh, sale is underway. Half price. You get uh, $50 worth of gift certificates for only $25, but you got to hurry if you want to get in on Blaze Pizza. All their locations in the Treasure Valley and Granny C's, once again, all half-price deals. Go to KBY.com. Click on the sweet deals link right now while we'll take a break, and we'll be back with more after this. And Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Nine twenty two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pound six seventy on your Verizon wireless. Uh, what we're under thirty. Uh, yeah. Blaze pizzas under, under thirty. Well, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll refresh it. All right, give me, refresh and give us the exact number because they could be uh, almost gone. Uh, Costa Vita is gone. Far as our sweet deals uh, goes, um, we have 20, twenty-four Blaze pizzas okay. left. So literally six, the last five minutes. Six Granny C's and a Costa Vita, as you said, is sold out. Yeah. Um, so if you want uh, the Granny C's, there's only six of those left. If you want the uh, Blaze pizza. Um, I would say probably here before 9.30. Those are going to be gone. Go to KBOI.com, click on the Sweet Deals link, and uh, you can get those $50 gift certificates for only $25. Don't forget, last 15, 20 minutes or so to get signed up for David Spade, Backstreet Boys, New Kids on the Block, and Jackson's Country Stomp. We're giving that to one lucky person. We'll announce that winner. Only people who have stopped by today are going to get in on that, so you got a really good chance of winning those. Final 20 minutes to get entered in. Let's go to the phones. It is open phones. Friday brought to you by Fast Eddie's in Meridian on Eagle Road. Uh, Neil in Eagle, good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Hey, good morning, guys. Um, so I wanted to comment a little bit about sort of the divide in the country because I think it's broader and more um, and, and more sort of, you know, steep in, in anger than it, it's ever been. And your call screener and I had a, just an awesome conversation about you know his views and and, and mine and uh, I mm-hmm. I agree with him I think that you know hatred in in every state there's veins of it right and there may be a little broader veins in, in certain states but I do think with the advent of social media um, and there's some good in it too but um, it has certainly broadened the divide and created more you know sort of I think. Uh, more venomous kinds of feelings towards one another. Um, well, I, I would, I would start, agree with that. Yeah. So, and I'll give you a good example. I'll do it as quickly as I can here. Um, my my son, my daughter uh, play travel uh, ball, softball, and baseball, and um, I've been doing it for about 16 years. And I, I'm very interested in this conversation because, as a white guy, I've I've felt over the last couple of years like you know we've got a lot of blame and all this. And I'm like, oh, hold on here a second. History is a problem, but it's supposed to be learned from. And so I went out and I've just had specific conversations with black people and Asian people, Mexican people, that kind of thing. And I've heard stories, um, some of them really horrible. But at the end of the day, I have not 
it has not equaled or equate to what we've seen on TV. Like when you see the, the, the looting and rioting that's going on, um, that is just vicious hate. Some of it, or a lot of it actually, paid for for people who are doing it. But it's just breeding a hate. Everybody sees that. And now everybody has probably more skin in the game in terms of the division than what we, we really had, you know, 40 years ago or 50 years ago before the advent of the Internet. And I'm not saying that it wasn't there. I'm just saying no. it's much more than no, this today. Th- th- there, are, there are many, many people now who give their opinions on just about everything on social media right. who before social right. media would never have even mentioned their yeah. opinions on these things. Well, and the right. other thing you, you can look at, too, that if you gave your opinions, and I mean, social media is somewhat anonymous in, in that you can say what you want, and you're never going to run into the person that you've basically, you know, offended or talked about if you call them names or something like that where if you used to do that in person you were probably going to have uh the point drawn to a fine point on the end of your nose you can be anonymous on social media but uh many people just go ahead and use their own names and, well, they, I, and basically they own up to everything they say yeah I, I don't mean anonymous in the way of not knowing who the person is i mean in not knowing where that person lives oh. and, and have it said to your face where um, you can get punched if you say some of the stuff to some people's faces. You would, you would get punched in, in some of the social media posts that you see where it, you're on social media, you're never going to run into mm-hmm. that person, so you can, I can say whatever I want. What's well, he going to do? See, that's the point of being a troll is you don't have yeah. – in person you have to be a certain level – there has to be a certain level of politeness so you don't get killed. Yeah. But when you're anonymous right. on Twitter, it doesn't have to be. Yeah. This is, and this is my point. So just think about this for a second. People's opinions, when you have dialogue, and that's probably the upside of some of this stuff, when you have dialogue, you, you kind of walk away and say, hmm, so there were some good points here. Let me consider that. When it's pure social media and it's anonymous, uh, so many people's opinions are steeped right there. Mm-hmm. They're made right there and they're cemented. And they won't budge off of that. And then they go and they troll and they share what they heard. So it's a regurgitation. That's where I think social media is extremely dangerous. Yeah. On the upside, it raises some issues in dialogue. It presents them. On the downside, for many people today, especially people who don't take time to actually read more and talk to people, it cements their view, much like reading just a, a headline in a newspaper. That becomes fact. Well, that's not fact. And, you know, you read four paragraphs down and you find a contradiction in the own article. So <laughs> I think that's where, yeah. that, that's where I used it's to, all short. I used to work in newspaper, and quite frequently the people who write the headlines and the people who write the story are not, not the, the same, same people. <laughs> and sometimes the people who write yeah. the headlines are in kind of a hurry. Neil, uh, thank yeah. you for the call. You are a jerk. Oh, whoops. This isn't anonymous, <laughs> is it? <laughs> the, uh, Thanks, Dad. Thank you for the call. The, the thing about Twitter, uh, you know, he, he mentioned uh, people getting together and sharing ideas, which is kind of what social media could be. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, here's my opinion. I'd like to hear yours. Then we can get together, combine the two, and see what we can work out that's you know, good for everyone. I think that's what but it was that's, supposed to be, But that's it? not what they do on Twitter. Yeah. Twitter is a place where you go on and say, here's why I'm 100% right and intelligent, and you're 100% wrong and completely stupid. Mm-hmm.
208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Need to take a break. We've got news coming up here next. More of your phone calls and emails coming up, and we're into the final 15 minutes if you want to get in on our grand prize drawing today here from our hometown breakfast at Biscuit and Hogs. Um, you've got 15 more minutes. We'll announce that winner before 10 o'clock. Jackson's Country Stomp, New Kids on the Block, Backstreet Boys, and David Spade could be yours. Get in and get signed up now. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. 933-208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Uh, apologize to the uh, people who are waiting on hold uh, here this morning. Some of them uh, weren't able to hold on. If you want to call back right now, I'm going to get to you uh, here at 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Hometown Breakfast, once again, we are in Meridian today. Biscuit and Hogs, come join us. We've got just about uh, 10 more minutes. We'll do our grand prize. Final chance to get in on those entertainment packages that we're going to be giving away this morning. Somebody went there. We go. Yeah. Um, and sweet deals. Where are we at officially we have, uh, before we get to the phones? Here? We have nine Blaze Pizza left, no Costa Vida left, and six Granny C's left. All right, nine and six. You got you got uh, just what fourteen of those if you want to take advantage, or fifteen of those if you want to take advantage <laughs> between the two of them. You are can you get both aside? of them. The you can get both of them if mm-hmm. you would like. Go to kboi.com, click on the sweet deal link. Uh, let's go to the phones. Rich in Boise. Good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Okay, there's a lot of misunderstanding about the Supreme Court decision. No kidding. The decision, the decision was just simply that abortion was no longer constitutionally protected. That means that the federal government, state governments, or maybe even local governments, if local states allow it, can pass their own laws. Uh, you know, it's just it's just no longer protected. Like, uh, you know, by the, by the you don't federal have a right. government. Well, no, it, no, not. See, you to, you're wrong. You're saying the federal government. The Supreme Court just ruled that they haven't ruled yet. It, well, well, you're you're just interrupting. You know what I'm talking about? They're just, they're they're. It looks like they're going to rule that it's no longer constitutionally protected. That doesn't mean that the federal government can't pass laws. That doesn't mean that the state can't pass laws. It just simply means that it's no longer constitutionally protected. That leaves it open to other gov- legislatures and governments to pass laws as they choose. Yeah, that's yeah, true. That's true. That's what we've been saying all week. It comes down to the states. No. All right, thanks, Rich. You, you, you said that the federal government couldn't pass laws on abortion, and they can. No, I, I, I said they won't, they won't be able to. It ain't going to happen. Yeah. They don't have the votes. This won't happen. No, that's not what you said. You're lying about what you said, because you brought up Mayberry versus, versus Madison. Which I haven't brought apply. up Mayberry versus Madison it's, at all this week, but thanks for telling me what I did say when I didn't actually say it. It's Marbury, by the way. <laughs> God, I, I don't even get it. I, I never even brought that up. Um, thank you. As usual, Rich, you're a joy of sunshine uh, in our life every Friday morning. Um, uh, appreciate your call. Um, let's go to the phones. Jeff in Boise. Good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Good morning. How are you guys? Good. Hey, uh, I, don't, I just wanted to throw something out there that probably nobody else is, you know, with a... Uh, uh, I don't know if they realize this or not, but abortion is actually child sacrifice. 
They just took the child sacrifice off it and slapped an abortion sticker on there and said, here we go. You know, it's actually bail worship. I mean, if you must know, it's kind of weird how people fight for the right to kill their own child. I don't get that. But anyway, blah, 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 I guess. Well, thanks and have a good day. All right. Thank you for the call. Uh, Email in. um, Idaho boy, it is my body, my choice, and private medical decision when it comes to abortion. However, when it comes to a COVID shot, well, everyone should, uh, but you should be making that decision for your body, and everyone has a right to know about it. The hypocrisy is on display that is palpable. Supreme Court overstepped its bounds in 1973. They are not lawmakers, and they wrote law. Removing it will correct a decision made by fascists on the uh, Supreme Court. <laughs> I don't necessarily know if they were fascists or not. I if you think not, but in, in a country with fascism, there generally isn't a Supreme Court. <laughs> yes. and, and if there is, Good they would point. vote. And if, if there is, they would vote nine nothing on everything. <laughs> uh, Tim says we put too much value on our assets and not enough on our money. The more valuable the dollar, the more assets we can afford. The more valuable our assets, the less a dollar buys. A good volume economy takes a strong dollar. Uh, I'd, I'd like to have either, personally. Yeah. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Um, we got a uh, text message in. Uh, Kevin writes in, uh, what fees or taxes are associated with the placement of these tiny homes? How will they be regulated when connected to power, water, waste services? Can the existing infrastructure accommodate an influx of these homes? Finally, is my 34-foot toy hauler camper now considered a residence if I plug it into my house? And uh, house power, for example, will property taxes go up because of this? Um, I don't know. I haven't read the change in the uh, zoning laws that that they have to make to allow this in Boise. I will tell you, your toy hauler will not be considered a residence if you plug it into your house for power because your toy hauler or a camper still by zoning law will not be allowed to be put up and used as a permanent resident even on your own personal property in the city of Boise. Now I don't know how it's going to affect property taxes. I would imagine that since it is a home that it would have property taxes but like I said I this is just something that came out this week so I don't know what the effects when it comes to property taxes and whatnot are going to have on this. Um, And there is also, this is just a limited number. They're trying this on a trial basis, like a 10-year period, that that they will be approved. So you still have to go through the approval process to be able to have these. I want to put, uh, uh, I'll answer one of those. Uh, Will it put a strain on the uh, infrastructure? Yes, everything does. Um, John, sorry, John writes in my question regarding VP Harris's how dare they speech. We three, or we have three branches of government, the executive, legislative, and judicial. As vice president, she's part of the executive branch. The Supreme Court is there to judge the legal aspect, not to impose personal agendas or political positions. So the question of how dare they to the Supreme Court is a statement to either show her lack of understanding of those branches or her efforts to mislead people on how our government works. My guess is she just sees it differently than that. Clay H. writes in, there is another option for low-cost housing, 3D-built homes. Several cities are now allowing them. I haven't even heard uh, anything about 3D-built homes. I'm guessing it's uh, the 3D homes, Clay, you're probably talking about are made from 3D printers. That's my guess. I don't, I don't know a whole lot about 3D homes. I haven't even heard about this. I've always lived in 3D homes. <laughs> 
seriously, I've, I've, you, I've you, never you, once been. You've uh, never been in a two D in, in a two dimensional home. There, I was always too lumpy, I guess. <laughs> Doug in Meridian says, "Good morning, Chris. What was the comment that the president, in name only, said about strict rule that he would fire that person if they disobeyed his ruling? What was that?" Oh, Biden in his uh, when he was elected said that if they didn't. Um, God, I can't remember. I, I, I don't want to really paraphrase here be, to get it wrong, but basically said that um, if you openly are offensively criticizing somebody um, when he became president in office, you would be immediately fired. <laughs> so in other words, you, you, you couldn't say something offensive about somebody and keep your job. Todd, you couldn't call yeah. them names, things like that. Yeah, Todd Clark... Uh, I'll go ahead and give his last name uh, because he is uh, the cartoonist that's behind Lola, uh-huh. the comic strip. Love his work. Which we love. Uh, he says, Chris, you guys need to tell Jeremiah Bates, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. <laughs> Happy Friday to you and Michael. Thank you. He did say something nice this morning. He, he did say that everything that goes down must come up again. And he backed that up by saying the proof is all you have to look at is the history of the stock market. And even though there are many, many times throughout history where it went down, it has Every, always gone back up. Everything uh, that goes down must come up again. That's the Ipecac rule. Uh, Bob writes in this morning, we had talked about um, roundabout possible um, there just outside Caldwell on 2026. And I, I, I had told him that the plans are within the next uh, two years here for that stretch of 2026 to go all the way from uh, Chinden uh, and Eagle all the way to Caldwell before Lane Highway. And I said that's probably why they haven't made changes to um, the, the massive amount of backup that you get at that location because we had a caller uh, earlier this morning um, that wanted to see a roundabout there. And I said, I, I had said, I don't even know, can you do a roundabout if you have a four-lane highway? And Bob wrote in, uh, gave us a picture, emailed us a picture of a four-lane highway that has a roundabout. So it is, it is possible, I guess. And who knows, maybe they might be doing that in the future when they expand that roadway here over the next couple of years. People who uh, love roundabouts tend to bring them up every chance they get. And they, they swear, oh, it's so much better than just plain old intersections. I do like roundabouts better than in- intersections, especially four-way stops. Any, anything that has a four-way stop now, in my opinion, should be a roundabout because it just takes you so much longer to get through that. Um, I do know it's more expensive to put a roundabout in than it is to just put yeah. in four stop signs. Jan in Boise writes in to say, personally, I'm against abortion. However, I would fight and protest for women's rights about her body. And I would also fight for men's rights if the government ruled something about their body. Interesting that this morning callers are men. Let's ask the men, what would they do if the government ruled that they had to get a reversible vasectomy at the age of 15? Well, see, thinking back to when I was 15, I think I would have split for Vancouver. Uh, In the most patriotic way possible. 336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. We'll take a break here. This is your final couple of minutes. If you are just entering into Biscuit and Hogs and our hometown breakfast, um, sign up because we're going to pull out this winner here within the next couple of minutes for our David Spade tickets, Backstreet Boys, New Kids on the Block, and Jackson Country Stomp. One person is going to win all those. Um, it's been very busy over there. And look at that. Some more. Um, mm-hmm. A lot, it's, of, it's, lot of to-go orders. It's surprising 
how many to-goers we've been watching going out the door this morning. Uh, but very busy in here, though, this morning. Um, we'll wrap things up on the way in just a couple minutes live from Biscuit and Hogs. It's our hometown breakfast brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing. Final segment on the way, 208-336-3700. Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Hometown Breakfast brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing Biscuit and Hogs just moments away from announcing our winner of our entertainment package this morning. Um, Do not vote for incumbents, if that is your real name. Uh, writes in and says, so you guys are still fear propagandists, but now you're working hand in glove with the government. It's not enough. You laugh at what happened in China. Uh, You push fear and the need for worthless tests over a virus that causes cold symptoms. Got to keep the fear level up. You skim over the side effects and deaths of vax that is not needed because there are treatments. And now your newsroom tells us that our uh, SOS is going to take care of us by letting us know what is misinformation. You're Biden's DHS arm here in Idaho. First of all, we didn't laugh at what's going on in China. We said it was horrible. Uh, Second of all, we don't keep fear level up when we read a news story. That's called reading a news story. As far as the rest of uh, your um, email this morning, it's too stupid to even respond to. We have not got paid. You're one of those people that writes in all the time and says, um, you know, you're being paid (laughs) to pass along this this fear-mongering. If we are... I, I can't speak for Chris, but I can tell you 100%. Oh, you I've never received a check uh, if we're being paid. <laughs> I've can, never been told by when, anybody when it, what it, to say. When it comes to that, you can okay, speak I can't, for me. I, just, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't like to do it, but, okay, I'll speak for both of us. None of us have received any money whatsoever when it comes to the government telling us or our company telling us what we have to say. So um, thank you for the, uh, the false information. Maybe that is the, uh, the, the uh, misinformation. Uh, let's see. Uh, Julie writes in and says, uh, my thoughts on this. I am pro-life and don't condone abortion, but it has gone on for hundreds of years, and I don't want them performed in backstreet clinics. This is between a woman and her God. I don't want my taxes paying for them. And uh, I said Julie, but uh, I apologize because she told me not to use her name. But uh, she's, still, Oops. She, even, she's still relatively anonymous. I don't know which Julie. KJ was just about ready, uh, he's helping us out here today, about ready to pull out a name, but we have one more person filling it out. Uh, We're about ready to announce that winner, by the way. Um, I wanted to read one more email because I want to end on a high note for our Open Phones Friday. Mm -hmm. Um, This comes from Max. says, morning, gents. Max from Boise. Last night, my wife and I enjoyed our Cinco de Mayo dinner at El Gallo Giro. I noticed a woman on her laptop ignoring her burrito. Uh, and street tacos sitting right across from us. Short time later, I realized she was waiting for her husband. They obviously enjoyed their meal and time together. I didn't notice the woman ever looking our way, and the husband and I only made on contact once. I asked for our check shortly after they left, only to learn from our server that they had paid our check for us. Really? Yeah. Asking our server if she would suggest someone, we also paid it forward to the young woman at the table across from us. As the Idaho Expo advertisement says... and Boise is a great place to live. Wishing you all a blessed weekend. Uh, I'm proud to report nobody was doing that at El Tanampa. <laughs> you could have started it. I know. You could have started it, and who knows? It could have continued all night long. We don't know. 
Anyway, thank you, thank you very much for uh, sharing that, Max, this morning. Um, I, I wanted to, to end uh, on an upbeat email um, this morning and uh, appreciate you uh, sharing that with us. Once again, a huge thank you to uh, Biscuit and Hogs. Are you full? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I didn't. I didn't know if you were going to grab yourself that'll, a, a second breakfast no, as, as hobbits do. It'll. It'll uh, change over time, but uh, <laughs> for the moment, I am full. Huge thank you once again. Uh, appreciate you um, allowing us to come out and do our show live here. It's been a great crowd this morning. We've had a lot of people who have uh, entered in to our grand prize drawing, and once again, we are ready to announce that winner this morning: David Spade tickets in October. Uh, Backstreet Boys, New Kids on the Block, and Jackson Country Stomp, which is coming up June 24th at the Ford Idaho Center. Russell Dickerson, Lauren Elena, ILV Shane, and Jackson Dean. And the winner, we just draw this, drew, drew this out moments ago. Congratulations to Eric Talbert. Eric Talbert, the uh, winner. <laughs> Eric gets himself... All those tickets, once again, every single one of them um, belong to Eric Talbert. So congratulations, uh, Eric. Uh, you earned them. Uh, great job. And uh, once again, next week, uh, we've got another hometown breakfast brought to you uh, once again by our good buddy Kenny and everybody at Cloverdale Plumbing. And uh, next week, we will have another pair of David Spade tickets to give away. And we will have another pair of Jackson's Country Stomp tickets that we will be giving away also so uh keep that in mind once again coming up here somebody, for next week somebody wrote in and said so you guys are saying if you were paid you would be honest and tell us all the truth it sounds ridiculous doesn't it uh yeah when you say it it does i i would i if, if i was because that's not what uh, that's not what we said at all here here's the other thing if we were being paid this is the other thing that people seem to forget chris yeah if we're being paid by law we have to say that we were being paid to say what we're being said. That's true. That's a good point. So, yeah, we, we, we couldn't just get paid and, and then not say anything about it. If we're getting paid, we have to say why we're getting paid and who we're getting paid by. Um, so, once again, that's, a, that's another thing you have to look at. Yeah. All right, ready to uh, wrap things up here uh, once again. Coming up next week, uh, I want to let you know, uh, Governor Brad Little will be with us on the show. That'll be coming up Tuesday morning. Um, that will be one week ahead. Man, we still have a long time before the primary, don't we? Yeah, um, yeah we still have uh, way, a lot of time way to long. listen to those commercials. <laughs> and we'll, coming up next week, we'll talk about political commercials also. Have yourself a great weekend. Don't forget, Sunday is Mother's Day. Thanks for being a part of our show, and we'll talk